Welcome to the Social Siren Podcast and get ready to talk about business, marketing, and how to juggle it all alongside the roller coaster of life. You'll learn from us what works, what doesn't, and how to bridge the gap between success, frustrations, family life, and business ownership. If you've got a business or just thinking about one, we've got some interesting things to talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Now, here's your host. Hello and welcome to the Social Siren Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Reedy, business owner, marketer, social strategist, and mom. And I'm here to share the ups, the downs, and the hard lessons of business ownership with you. Today, I'm going to share one of the toughest battles that I've faced personally as a business owner, and that is productivity and focus. When I was working a nine to five, I never had to worry about driving my own success or delegate or making sure that I had tasks finished. I never even had to worry about the structure of my day. So when I left to work for myself, which was such an exciting time for me, I found myself absolutely floundering with what to do with my time. And an age old issue for me really came to the surface. And what was once a small annoyance in my life became the most serious issue that I was facing and my hardest struggle. And that was my focus. It wasn't until three years into my business that I really started to reflect on why this might be. I finally consulted someone about it. Turns out, lo and behold, that I have ADHD. It wasn't until I was the boss of my own time that I really realized what a problem this was for me. So I've spent the last four years really focusing on ironic focus, right? Since I can't do that, really focusing on what strategies and tools I can use to make sure I'm focusing throughout the day. Today, I'm going to share with you the top 10 things I changed about my day or tools I use to accommodate my ADHD. And instead of battling it all the time, use it because ADHD actually has a lot of great advantages too. It's not just a struggle. So here they are, the tools and things I changed about my day to accommodate my ADHD. Number one, I'm gonna start with the hardest one. I began avoiding multitasking. Gasp, right? I was a master multitasker, but I found that the more I tried to multitask, the more I was just bouncing between tasks and never really completing any of them. So I really made steps to minimize the amount that I am multitasking. And I will not pretend that I'm an expert on this because I am not, I still really struggle to make sure that I'm not multitasking throughout the day, but it's something I'm constantly correcting myself on. It's really easy for a person with ADHD or any sort of focus issues, or even a neurotypical person who has a thousand things on their plate, like the average business owner, it's easy to be working on something and then recall yet another task that you haven't finished open another tab, make a phone call to start the task that just popped into your head rather than finishing the one that you were doing. What this was causing for me is this just constant bouncing around and never finishing anything. Minimizing the multitasking really helped me actually get things done. The second one is visual reminders all day 
long. Have you heard of out of sight, out of mind? Because I will tell you, that is how it works for me. Even if it's the most important thing, if I start hyper-focusing on something else and there are things that are not immediately within my visual field, I forgot that they exist. I have spent an entire day without drinking water because I was so focused on another task. So literally, even if it's life-giving liquid, I will forget that it exists if I don't have it within my visual field. You will find visual cues all over my office. I do try to keep them relatively tidy and I'll cover that concept later, but visual cues are really important for my productivity throughout the day. Number three is what I call my morning brain dump. I write away first thing in my day is I just write down everything that is spinning around in my head, push it to the side, and then start working. Because there's this constant feeling like I'm going to forget something, probably because I have a history of forgetting everything. So if I have everything that was spinning around written down on a piece of paper, I don't feel like I need to remember that and it doesn't keep popping up in my thinking throughout the day. So that morning brain dump really helps me focus on the tasks at hand throughout the day and kind of sets the foundation for me not feeling like I'm scrambling all day long. Number four is I started to re incorporate due dates, deadlines, and task management tools into my day. So just because I am the boss of my own time doesn't mean that there are not deadlines and due dates just like there were when I was working a nine to five. Reincorporating that concept into my workday was something that I personally needed. Even if it's a self-set deadline, having the weight of that deadline really helps me make sure that it's done. It's so common for me to have even an important task that is open-ended continue to get bumped to the bottom of the to-do list and end up never getting done. Even if it's super important, I was bumping it down and putting a deadline on all of my tasks really helps me. And task management tools, I personally use Asana with myself and my team, but there are a lot of different task management tools. Those tools act as a visual reminder for all of my tasks without fully scattering sticky notes all over my desk. So I have a visual at all times of all of the tasks that are open within my business at any given moment, who's working on what, what I need to do, what my staff are taking care of. And it's just all right there. And it really eases the worry that tends to get me spinning and not focusing on what I need to focus on. Number five is something that I did to help me with my arch nemesis, which is procrastinating. I really tend to, and again, this is an ADHD symptom. I had no idea was even a thing until I sought my diagnosis. If it is even slightly overwhelming or not interesting to me, I will procrastinate it into my grave. I will just never do it until the day that I die. Even if it was a task that maybe took two minutes, making that super simple phone call to the doctor's office or carrying that item upstairs that I just keep walking around it as it sits on the stairs waiting for me to carry it up. If I wasn't interested in it or it overwhelms me, I will avoid it until the end of time. So what I did to help me with that concept is breaking down tasks into small pieces. If this large annual report is what is getting procrastinated, I will break it down into tasks, look up the data, 
Task two, write down the data. Task three, inquire with the client on the type of report they're looking for, etc. Rather than having one giant task on my to-do list that just looks so daunting to me, I will have five really small tasks that don't seem like a big deal. And eventually I get it done rather than procrastinating it and making it a much bigger deal than it was to begin with. <laughs> Number six is tidying up my workspace. I try to tidy up every evening so that I at least have my immediate workspace free and clear of clutter. That allows me to not get as easily distracted throughout the day. Number seven is the victory list. This is one of my favorites because that out of sight, out of mind concept also applies to the things that I've done that day. It was really easy for me to feel like I never got anything done, which would stress me out because I just did it and it was checked off my list, erased from my mind, and I never thought about it again. So I was spending a lot of days feeling like I didn't get anything done when in reality I had done a shitload and I just didn't remember or it was mentally checked off my list. So I didn't and think about it again. I stopped just making to-do lists and started making myself a victory list, a list of things that I accomplished that day. So I left the day feeling a lot more accomplished than I previously was. And even in the middle of the day, I can see the things that I've done and my actions are being reinforced by that list. So I want to keep going because that's motivating for me. Honestly, I have no idea if this one is ADHD or not. If it is, and you know that, absolutely let me know. But this is one of the things that really impacted my productivity throughout the day. Number eight is stepping away once in a while. I actually set a timer on days that I'm regularly focusing in really hard because that hyper-focus that happens with ADHD, yes, it's awesome. It's such a blessing, but it can burn me out. If I'm spending all day completely hyper-focused on something, getting so much done and feeling great about it, but forgetting to drink water all day long, then I'm not going to be as productive the following day or in the afternoon as I would have been if I was well hydrated or cared for during the day that day, or even just in general, our brains get tired. So if we're fully focusing for hours on end, then we're going to get tired and fatigued. So stepping away once in a while allows me to reset and get back into it and also just take some time to rest, even if it's just 10 minutes. I usually do 50 minutes on, 10 minutes off, but I'm sure that if you tried this, that there would certainly be a timeline that worked for you. So step away once in a while. Don't be afraid to step away and rest and take care of your physical needs rather than just focusing in all day long. Number nine is I began using tools that are specifically for increasing my focus. One I already mentioned, and that's utilizing timers, but there are a ton of tools out there that you can use. I have an app on my phone that when I set it and I stay focused for a certain amount of time, I, there's this cute little tree that grows as I am focusing. It's called forest if you want to look it up, but that's just fun reinforcing way for me to stay focused. I also use a desktop app called Focusmate, which is the coolest thing. Basically, you just agree on this app to be on a video call with another person somewhere in the world who also has trouble focusing or has tasks that they need to get done. And you just sit quietly and work together. It's like an accountability buddy right there built in and it is the coolest thing. You would be amazed how much more focused you are and how much more you get done if you feel like there's someone there who's relying on you to stay put 
and focus so that they can focus. It's like working in a coffee shop or library, except wherever you want. To be clear, none of these apps or tools know that I'm saying this and I'm not affiliated with them in any way. So just keep that in mind. Focusmate and this adorable little tree called Forest on my phone. I also have an app on my phone called App Block where I can set parameters for the times of day, etc., that I want certain apps blocked. So for example, from 8 a.m. to 9.30, my phone doesn't get any notifications from social media, from my text messaging or my Facebook Messenger. They are all those notifications are suppressed so that I can spend the first hour and a half of my workday setting myself up for success for the day. I also have one from 5 a.m. to 6.30 so that I focus on my morning routine, but it's just a really cool app that allows me to make sure that my phone isn't a distraction. It will still be there if I need it, but it's not going to ping and redirect my attention from something important to my cell phone. There's a lot of tools that I use actually. I probably will do an episode just on the tools that I use for productivity and focus. I started using tools to help me along the way because let's face it, I wasn't doing it very well on my own. So whatever help I can get, I will take it. Number 10 is another one of the very effective things that I did. And it's not necessarily a change to my workday, but rather it's a change to my life. I really started focusing on my body, my rhythms, my nutrition, and how different things affected my focus. I found that how I was eating was a huge factor in how I was able to focus. If I have a carbohydrate heavy meal, I am less able to focus for about two days. And I know that everyone's body processes things differently, so it may not be the same for you, but certainly there are foods that we eat that impact the way that we think and how clear thinking we are. I am also much more able to focus in on days that I had cardio right away in the morning. I have a higher energy level. It's more easy for me to focus. And just to explain the gravity of the situation, there have been times that I cannot consistently focus in without getting distracted by something for even 30 seconds. So when I say it's easier for me to focus when I have less carbohydrate intake or more cardio, I'm talking about this was a severe issue in my day and those things help me focus for minutes or an hour at a time rather than being distracted every 30 seconds. I read somewhere at one point that when our concentration is broken, when we're focusing on a task, it can take between five and 30 minutes to refocus and get at the same level of productivity than we once were. Equipping myself to deal with distractions by adjusting my nutrition and incorporating exercise were pretty huge for me. So there you have the top 10 things that I have changed in my workplace, work schedule, or even life to help me accommodate my ADHD rather than constantly battling it. I can use it and all of its great advantages to my benefit. I no longer feel like I constantly need to battle to focus. 
I have a list of tools that I use and plans in place for days that I'm having trouble. If I'm having a lot of trouble focusing, I step away, take a walk, do some stretching and come back. With these tools, I feel like I know what to do if I'm having trouble focusing and I feel like I have power over my own focus. And I hope that these can help you feel the same. And for any seasoned ADHDers out there, I am not seasoned and I would love to hear any input that you have on things that have helped you focus. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And if you could just take a quick minute to leave this podcast a review, it will really help me grow my audience while I'm new. And if you'd like to chat, you can pop into my Instagram DMs at at socialsirenmarketing.com. I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the Social Siren Podcast. For more information on guests, transcripts, and everything about Social Siren, go to socialsirenmarketing.com slash podcast. Remember to subscribe because this podcast may just change your life.